0: hello everybody and welcome to this episode of this podcast that you are listening to with a name so close to be determined we're almost there uh, just working out a few minor kinks of things but as always i am will and with me i always like always i have george how are you doing george
1: I'm doing pretty well. Excited to be back after we had a short week last week, but life got in the way.
0: Yes, life got in the way. Uh, we were only able to release one episode last week, but hopefully this week we can do uh, the normal two again. Um, I do got to confess something to you, George. Mm-hmm. I am I am nervous a little bit. Really? Uh, t- tomorrow, I don't know if you've been watching the book of Boba Fett at all. I have not. Uh, but tomorrow is another episode and the show has kind of really not been so great up until episode five. That's what that's episode,
1: what our mutual friend was telling me.
0: Yeah. And so episode five was really good, but then hopefully tomorrow goes well, but I'm also, I'm just super nervous because it'll, it'll have a like uh, show.
1: It'll have but, a talk. eye effect where it only has a couple of good episodes
0: you would say Hawkeye had a couple of good episodes.
1: I had like two, <laughs> literally a couple.
0: Uh, I would say one. I only liked that. I really only liked the third episode of Hawkeye.
1: I think it was just the fit. The last episode really impressed me because of all the characters it kind of brought back in. Yeah.
0: But yeah, hopefully Boba Fett goes well. That's always a thing. But the thing that sucks is after Boba Fett ends uh, next week, We have to wait till like, March 30th for Moon Knight.
1: Nah, not until they uh, shadow drop us Obi-Wan.
0: Oh, yeah. I honestly... They're going to do Obi-Wan on May
1: 4th, let's be real here. That's makes Wednesday. sense.
0: That's Wednesday. That's when um, Disney is obviously releasing other shows now on Wednesday. So I think it would be a completely missed opportunity to not drop it on May 4th.
1: Do we not have anything going on on that like during that time like any series
0: no so after uh after book of boba fett you have moon Knight, which is the 30th and then i can't remember how many episodes moon Knight's going to be i think it was six was it i thought it was longer than six
1: i think the longer ones i think she hulk's supposed to be ten
0: oh maybe that's what i'm thinking of yeah so moon knight six she hulk was the 10 one so mm-hmm. if um moon knight starts on march 30th it's gonna go one two three four five so it's sixth week would be may 4th so they may be dropping two episodes at once that like would be hawkeye wild. did if it is to be assumed that Obi-Wan is starting May 4th, but there hasn't been any word about
1: that yet. Do we have um they do May 4th is Star Wars Day, right? Yeah. Like do yeah. is there a celebration this year or no because of the COVID?
0: There is a Star Wars celebration this year. There's also a D23 this year as well. too
1: Oh, that's exciting. I feel I'm like we'll do sure. sure. They, they probably won't do a like a, and it's released now type deal. But I can imagine like, Hey, at 10 o'clock, it's going to be on Disney plus type deal. Just that way people at yeah. the show don't have to worry about getting back or having a connection to watch right. it. But then again, I don't know when
0: a star Wars celebration is. I don't think that's usually on May 4th.
1: Really? I, I thought they used to do it on May 4th, but then because of weird scheduling things.
0: Oh, they might, they might have. When is, yeah, it's May 26th. Is oh my star gosh. Wars
1: celebration is what that's way further than i thought
0: yeah may 26th
1: oh yeah may yeah and so Hmm. I, so I guess they might... could just shadow drop it but who knows
0: yeah i think we actually might get our first mando season three trailer then That'd or at nice. least teaser right at there but we'll see yeah
1: well is he isn't he still working on the last of us show but um... they wrap up i can't remember
0: I don't know, but you got to remember, Pedro Pascal is Mandalorian. He's often not on set that much because he just does the voice of it. True. There yeah. are times where he's actually in the suit, but that's the kind of role where he's mainly just the voice, so he doesn't actually need to be present on set.
1: Mm-hmm. Good point, uh, yeah.
0: But I think Last of Us should be wrapping up a little bit. It should.
1: It's supposed to be a fall this year? I think Show so. For HBO? Yeah.
0: I think so. No,
1: exciting time for video game movies, uh, especially getting the release date and then the pre-order tickets for Uncharted, which I think sounds weird. Um, yeah, because this is like uh like we have discovered and you told me recently, um, the Batman tickets have gotten their release date. That
0: is true. That is true. I mean, it's kind of understandable with like um, with um, big movies like the Batman to have the ticket releases um, that far in advance. Cause you can definitely see right now that the Batman is kind of uh, pushing forward. their a uh, marketing, their marketing push. Cause there's been like new posters come out. I sent you a couple new character posters today.
1: No, I like that penguin one quite a lot. I know. I still Do don't know, know how I, I feel about the Riddler's costume though.
0: I think it's going to be one thing that I have to see in motion in order to make a fair judgment on. Right. Because I remember that um on oh when the when the first images of Quicksilver from Days of Future Past came out, uh they looked so ridiculous. Yeah. They were first the first time we saw Quicksilver, I believe it was like a it was like a Carl's Jr. promotional picture. And it just looked so bad. It looked so terrible. But then obviously in motion it looked great. Oh yeah, but...
1: no. And he ended up being The best Quicksilver. Yes. yes. Arguably, but I'd say the arguments are lost. Yeah. Um, The funniest thing that came from that, though, is since they're both the characters in Kick-Ass. That's true. Which I thought was very funny. But but then it was kind of weird just having Uncharted get a pre-sale. I know people are excited for that movie, but I feel like the video game people are a more niche genre than superheroes, you know?
0: yeah true but i also think there are a lot of people out there who don't know uncharted is a video game Mm -hmm. so i think that i mean there's there's no harm i mean i think there it definitely is harm like when you uh, start your marketing campaign like release your first trailer like nine eight months in advance i definitely think that hurts the movie but as far as like uncharted had tickets opening up like last week Mm -hmm. it's like three weeks till the movie um so i'm i honestly yeah i don't know i got my tickets i'm seeing it in imax oh wow i'm curious to see how it's gonna be yeah Uh, did you play the games i love the games oh they're so good i love the games i'm glad what
1: they're doing with like like you know it's not like this is going to be the first game it's a mix of all the games which i think is smart because this depending how this movie does it doesn't guarantee a sequel you know
0: Right, and Uncharted is like one of those uh, franchises where each movie doesn't have to connect to each other. It's kind of like Indiana Jones in the sense that each movie is its own standalone thing that doesn't connect to others. Um, But I'm kind of, that's why like, obviously like when I go see Uncharted, um, I'm not going to complain if it's not like the video game because obviously it's an adaptation of the video game. Uh, so, it's not like supposed to adapt the video game like frame for frame, story beat by story beat. But one thing kind of making me sound hypocritical, hypocritical a little bit, is that I still am very unsure about the Tom Holland Nathan Drake casting. Really? I am still unsure about that. I understand why they did it because he's young, he can play the character for a long time if it do- is successful and do turn it out to be a franchise yeah uh but at the same time it's like with them like you said kind of combining all the games into one movie i don't know it seems like the way they're choosing to iterate or the iteration nathan drake i think they're just confused on it yeah because
1: the main scene that we're seeing and everything is from the third game right
0: from the third game and then pirates. I mean, we see ships and stuff. Pirates are heavily influenced in the fourth game. Yep. Um, so I, I, I'm I am i am scared. But like there's that one like whole debacle coming out that Mark Wahlberg, who plays Sully, doesn't have a mustache. I'm just like I could honestly care less about that.
1: Well, that was what triggered uh, me. But then, you know, they do have the slight the three seconds in the ad where he comes out and he goes, Sully, what's that? And he goes, A mustache or whatever. Yeah. So he does have it. And again, this is like, we're at least made aware this is supposed to be younger drink. Mm -hmm. But uh, on that note, um, things are looking good for Sony. uh, As we're talking about prior to starting this, Um, they did buy Bungie. And they actually openly said that Bungie is allowed to publish on whatever platforms they want. So a lot of the theories they have is um, that Sony didn't just buy Bungie to, you know, make games for him but to also own the destiny franchise for you know its movie viability or tv show viability which makes sense
0: because sony um is creating a whole film division specifically for their video game properties and uncharted is the first one to come out of that kind of new division that they have
1: yeah we got uncharted um then we have the last of us, the last of us there's coming gonna be out. twisted yep. metal show by yep. the writers of mad max which is gonna be really cool
0: I did hear about that. And um, then
1: um, potentially, you know, Destiny or whatever they, else they decide to throw at it.
0: I, yeah, it seems like video game properties are kind of on the resurgence a little bit. They used to be the, the butt of every single joke. Like video game movies usually always suck. There hasn't ever really been a good video game movie.
1: What do you mean? Rampage was brilliant. Um,
0: Rampage. I think Sonic by far is the best video game movie. Easily. Um, the Vicander Tomb Raider movie wasn't terrible, but it also could have been much better. Right. Um, that's that's so, what worries
1: me is that that's that's what Uncharted is going to be.
0: Right, because it's kind of like a it's it's kind of a constant, like it would be one thing if video game movies sucked, like one out of every three or four, Mm -hmm. but it's like nine and a half times out of 10 video game movies. Aren't very good. Yeah. And that just makes me scared, but I do like the director of uncharted quite a bit. No, me too. I, I Ruben Fleischer uh, directed, I believe he directed the Zombieland movies as Mm -hmm. well as the first Venom movie. And I'm a big fan of all of those. No, uh, of all of those,
1: personally, I, yeah, and especially because I like the first Venom. I thought Let There Be Carnage uh, was good, but it was really short.
0: Yeah, but I also one thing I got really excited for Uncharted. They had like they've had like four directors attached to this movie. Well, it's been um, in uh
1: like creative hell for, for years.
0: Yeah, and Mark Wahlberg was actually attached to play Nathan Drake forever ago.
1: Yeah. And then, Uh, then everyone pitched Nathan Fillion.
0: Yeah. Did you watch that Nathan Fillion kind of
1: fam fan film? Oh my gosh. It was so good. I really, if if it wouldn't have waited this long, Nathan Fillion would have been the perfect casting.
0: Yes. But like, he's like 50 something.
1: Yeah. I mean, he's he's still old now.
0: He's still, but yeah, especially if you want to kind of build a franchise around this, Tom Holland's a great actor. I'm just, he hasn't impressed me in the trailers too much. Um, hasn't yeah. really sold me on his character that well. Uh, but yeah, I was really excited for Uncharted when Doug Lyman was set to direct it mm-hmm. because I love The Edge of Tomorrow. That's one of my favorite movies of all time. Um, that's
1: the uh, Blum Blum repeat thing, right? Live, Die, Repeat movie?
0: Yeah, Live, Die, Repeat. All You Need Is Kill, Edge of Tomorrow. Yeah. It's so weird. It's called Edge of Tomorrow. Like, it was called Edge of Tomorrow when it was released in theaters, but then like on its like physical media release, it was called like Live Die Repeat.
1: Yeah, and it has nothing no regards for that original title anywhere on it.
0: Yeah, but like it was like originally like adapted from a like a Japanese manga, I think hmm. called like All You Need Is Kill. Wow, and that was like the that was the name of the source material it came from. Interesting. Yeah, but anyways, this kind of Uncharted talk kind of leads us off to like the, our first kind of topic we want to talk about today. Before we talk or go into our um, Batman revisit rewatch plan, um, February is this month is legitimately like the first month in a while where we've had uh, wide release films to look forward to every single weekend of this month. hmm. Um, It's been a long time since I've been able to be excited, excited to go to the movie theaters every weekend. Um, Like this week, um, we have a Jackass Forever and Moonfall coming out this
1: week. Which is such a weird thing to talk about in terms of like the big, the big one, the big hitters that Jackass is in there. But um, there's a lot of people excited for that movie, uh, which surprised me. I know the, my thing about my thing about those movies and I guess
0: that franchise as a whole. um, And I think I came to this realization once I saw the impractical jokers movie, Uh Um, the impractical jokers movie had a little bit of a plot, but like these movies of like skits or pranks, I can't handle 90 minutes straight of them. Um, Yeah. I can, I can handle like watching three to four YouTube clips or three to four clips of them on YouTube at a time. Right. But the other move, jackass movies, I saw, um, I, I, I it was a it was hard for me to get through for the sense of I it was just hard just because I can't do those things back to back to back.
1: Well, it's like it's watching a TV show, but for ninety minutes with yeah. no commercials, which is fine, but it's still it's ninety minutes.
0: Right, and that that definitely takes its toll. Uh, yeah. But I actually think. Uh, uh Jack forever is actually going to uh win the box office this week. You think it'll overcome Moonfall? Oh yeah, Moonfalls, I uh, Moonfall's going to bomb.
1: That's what I've, I think
0: too. Uh, I think Moonfall's going to bomb number 1. Um there's been like some public screenings of it across the country. Uh-huh. And hasn't gotten great reception. oh <laughs> It's been uh, I've I've heard everything from um, uh, the uh, special effects are terrible. Mm-hmm. To the one biggest complaint I heard about it is that, um, it's such a ridiculous concept that on a movie like this, it needs to be an 11 on the crazy weird scale, yeah. But it, it was only like at a six, Ooh. right? So it was at that point where it's able to acknowledge how crazy it is, but it doesn't go all the way. And in a concept like this, it needs to go all the way, yeah, you know. But do you, for a wild guess, Jackass 3 came out uh, 12 years ago in 2010. Uh, do you have a guess of what it made opening weekend?
1: Uh, 12 million.
0: You, uh, you're a little bit south. Go higher.
1: Really? 15? Go higher. 20? Higher. You're 40? Higher. 60?
0: It's, it's 50.
1: 50 million opening weekend?
0: Yep. Wow. Jackass, Jackass 3D made 50 million opening weekend. Uh, About 171 million worldwide. Wow. Uh, but that's crazy, right? No, I never like, would have thought that much. I was not expecting that number.
1: Well, because like, I assume these movies don't cost much to film because you're not relying on paying these guys a ton.
0: Yeah, they're it's
1: basically nothing, yeah. I mean, because they film it like
0: a TV show, right? Yeah, right. I mean, the budget for the first one, according to Box Office Mojo, is 20 million.
1: Oh my gosh,
0: yeah. And so, I think, uh, I think Jackass Forever, I think Jack Forever is going to take the number one spot at the box office this weekend. It had a Um, budget
1: of 10 million, according to it, for forever
0: jackass forever is 10 million yeah that's that's even i think it's mainly because um they don't have as much relevance today as they did 12 years ago
1: yeah so it's probably smarter and plus so, a lot they're older they can't do as much anyways yeah
0: so i definitely think the box office this week it's gonna go uh jack forever mm-hmm. um and then it's gonna go uh i think no way home is gonna be number two again that's fair uh, and then i think moonfall is going to be there at um at number three um i think jack forever is going to pull in at around oh let's see last week spider-man was number one at 11 million Mm -hmm. i think jack forever is going to bring in i think i think we're going to be surprised by how much this brings in um i think it's going to be at around the 20 23 million mark this weekend
1: I'll put it at 30 30 yeah just because I I feel like if you're a fan of this since it's been delayed because it it, it was supposed to come out it was one of the films that was like initially supposed to be released last year yeah um so I think anyone that actually cared about it is just ready to see it and a lot of people uh they had a really really good reddit q a today with uh johnny knoxville and um I think it was chris in there um Uh and the support that they had behind their fans i think is going to get them a really good box office
0: yeah for sure so i definitely think that's number one i think moonfall is going to be sub 10 i think it'll be like five i think it's gonna be sub 10 because if you look at um independence day resurgence uh the Mm -hmm. i think that was the last film role in emmerich did yeah that only made on a budget of around $165 million. That only mm. opened to about $41 million uh, oh opening gosh. weekend. And I definitely could, but at least that had like the uh, nostalgic factor of the first one playing for it. Yeah, I don't think Moonfall has anything going for it.
1: Dude, it has Halle Berry. What do you mean? <laughs>
0: <laughs> True. That's all any yeah, movie I,
1: needs to sell. Ask Catwoman.
0: <laughs> oh, she was so good in John Wick 3 though.
1: Oh, she was no. She was incredible. But honestly, John Wick is yeah. always incredible. That's true. Yeah.
0: Um, did you see that ro- There, like that theme park in Dubai, they came out with like a John Wick roller coaster. No and, like the the queue for the roller coaster is like you're inside the Continental. That's it's, cool. It's, it's super cool. Look it up after. Um, yeah. yeah, but I think this week I think it's gonna be uh, Jack Forever at number one. Uh-huh. Uh, I think No Way Home number two. I think Moonfall is going to be number three. And then I think a four or five is going to be. Uh... Oh, wait, I might even be crazy here. I think I actually might put Jack forever one. No way home two, uh, screams at three. Moonfall at four and then Sing two at five. I think, I think Sing two that. is going to beat it. You think so?
1: I really don't think Moonfall is going to do good. I was like, yeah. I've been watching like the previews and stuff. And there's nothing really that even interests me, and I don't think, you know, the star power behind it isn't enough to drive, uh, like I'm saying, maybe like a six million, max opening.
0: Yeah, I don't think it's gonna do too good. We'll see. If I was to choose uh, a one movie to see this weekend, I probably would be Moonfall because, like I said before, I'm not interested in that uh, Jack Forever movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I think if I do go out to a movie, it'd be Moonfall. But like I said, um next weekend we have three other great movies uh like uh the first one is marry me uh the next one is black light which i don't know a single thing about *Blacklight*, but at the same time i do because it's a leon neeson led action film (laughs) Yeah, all of them have been the same in the past 10 years yes um so he's probably plays some government person with a secret mission to take down some corrupt organization within the cia or something yeah Uh, That's probably what it is. I haven't seen trailer Or he drives a snowplow. drives a snowplow. Yes, yes. (laughs) He probably uses a special set of skills to some capacity. And his daughter Uh, probably
1: got kidnapped once again.
0: I mean, probably. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, that movie and then the other movie that comes out next week. I mean, what's your. Are you excited at all for Blacklight or Marry Me? I'm excited for
1: Marry Me. I love the trailer for that. And I've been waiting for it ever since. Yeah, I'm a sucker for chick flick romance movies. Yeah, no, uh, uh, they're always sort of underrated because you know, menly men.
0: Yeah, and I love Owen Wilson. I love Owen Wilson. Uh, uh, who's in "Marry Me"? Yeah, he's
1: he's the lead or the male. Yeah, lead, I assume. What uh, yeah. what's the number three one you've got then? Uh, "Death on the Nile" is next week. That's also um, next
0: week. Yeah, there's three movies. There's Blacklight, marry me, Death on the Nile next
1: week. I'm surprised that you put Blacklight above Death on the Nile.
0: Oh no, I, I wasn't saying like that's. I was not <laughs> saying that's my order. I'm definitely looking forward to Death on the Nile the most for sure. Mm-hmm. What you movie? think of?
1: uh um, What did I think of what? I, I keep. I almost called it Snowpiercer. Oh, Murder on the, <laughs> Murder Orient, on the Express? Orient Express. Yeah.
0: I actually haven't seen this newest one. I've seen like the older one, but I haven't see, I've seen, seen the oldest newest one, too. one, actually.
1: Uh, well, but that yeah. makes me think maybe we should do a watch of it before this weekend We've, or this we next pro- weekend.
0: We probably will discuss it next week. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a good idea. But yeah, I mean, I think Death on the Nile. Um, I can probably only see two movies next weekend, max yeah so I, I i don't know which one i i'm definitely seeing death on the nile I don't know which one i'm going to um skip my plan was to do uh, death
1: on the nile and marry me
0: maybe i'll do death on the nile and blacklight so at least we have some variety to talk about next week
1: that's not that bad i'm just not a huge liam neeson fan
0: which i'll talk about when we get about... to our review of batman <laughs> yes yes all right <laughs> yeah dude, let's um then the week after that, we have two other movies, uh, Uncharted, which I think we just talked about. We just talked about Uncharted. Then there's that movie Dog with a Channing Tatum.
1: Which sucks because I actually really want to see that, but also I don't think I'll have time to go see two.
0: Yeah, we'll see. I might be doing some because I think the Oscar nominations come out next in the next week or two. Oh, so you're going to be falling by, out of bracket? I think by that point, I might be catching up on some of the Oscar movies I haven't been able to watch yet okay yeah that's a good point at that point but then like do you know the band the foo fighters i do i mean a lot of people do have you heard about their movie coming out at the end of this month called studio 666 i have not (laughs) so this movie it's a movie about the foo fighters playing themselves um and they are going in to record their 10th album in this house but the house is built, like, on a demonic portal to hell.
1: It's a horror So, comedy. like,
0: the members of the Foo Fighters become, like, conduits for, like, demons. And it just seems so ridiculous. I'm probably not going to see that either.
1: Oh, my gosh. I might have to, I don't know. I, I assume my dad's a big Foo Fighters fan. I could probably get him out to go see that with me.
0: I yeah, don't see this being I,
1: something I'd go see alone.
0: Yeah, it's definitely, I I don't listen to music at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, so i have no attachment to the few fighters at all but like i said we have some i think the one i'm looking forward to the most this month is death on the nile yeah. there's also that movie we talked about a couple weeks ago called No that comes out i think those are my oh top- the
1: peter dinklage movie right
0: right i think those are my top two uh, must see for me movies this month See, mine, of mine's Death on the sure. Nile,
1: and then which is weird because uh, Murder on the Orient Express, uh, the trailers didn't catch me or anything, that's why I never saw it, and then I totally forgot yeah. that I've read the book before. Yeah. Um, but I'm more interested in Death on the Nile than I was in the previous one.
0: Yeah, Death on the Nile's. Are, I mean, I always wondered what Disney was going to do with this movie because they kind of inherited a rotten problem when they bought Fox and got this movie because of the whole Army Hammer situation because uh, like he is the main character in this movie mm. but like he has a ton of controversy surrounding him right now yeah and so he loves like blood yeah <laughs> yeah but you you see like the recent uh, trailers they don't show army hammer like at all but he's the main character in the film but they yeah. don't treat him like that in the trailer so I'm, I'm interested to see how that goes uh but yeah death on the nile and Cyrano for me are definitely my top two yeah, the sure. mines,
1: death on the nile and uncharted but uncharted is my top one
0: yeah uncharted i'm just
1: i just want to see another good video game movie. i was really really proud of what they did with sonic and i know sony has the ability to pull off something and yeah. i hope that it's this before i think last of us will be astounding but i do want this to be the first one
0: yeah well we we shall see but anyways main topic for the day Right, main topic for the day.
1: Continuing Batman. our
0: Batman rewatch, it is Batman, Batman Begins. Begins. You know the first, um, you know the first thing I noticed while watching this movie. What? This is the first Batman movie that is actually a Batman movie.
1: No, exactly. <laughs> because, uh,
0: Batman '89 is a Jorko movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, Batman. Re- returns is a penguin movie yep. uh forever is definitely a riddler movie oh yeah uh, and then batman and robin i think is that's a definitely more <laughs> yeah, that's, a, that, that, that's a good way to put it is a movie now, batman begins is literally the first batman movie that is actually a batman movie
1: and big shocker it's really good it's so good I was blown away as, as I told you uh, over our text, but uh, I, yeah. I don't believe I've ever watched it. I've I watched it in the theaters, but that was 2005 and I was 10. Uh, so my memory was faded on it. And like, I, I assume I probably had it on background music with like when it was on FX or TNT or one of those stations. I always yeah. had for some reason. But, yeah. Holy cow. After watching it this time, what a story what a cast everything it just hits all the right notes it does and
0: i think obviously we have to thank christopher nolan for giving us this movie it's just so great on so many levels and i hadn't seen this movie for quite a while um and i always said that ben affleck was my favorite batman Because I felt like that was the iteration that most and best accurately uh, played the part of Bruce Wayne where uh, Bruce Wayne is a very broken man. uh, But Bruce Wayne's the mask while Batman's the actual person. Right. Um, But I felt like this movie did that really well as well.
1: Oh, super well. Um, Especially the way that it's balanced between them. It's not focused on one or the other. this is the first time we get a proper introduction of how Bruce Wayne came along. Yeah. Um, It does have the weird bat scene where he falls into the well. Oh yeah. Comic book wise, that doesn't make a whole lot of sense. um, At least from what I've seen, but in the movie term, it was perfectly fine and it dictates on how he comes along to the bat cave, which was really cool.
0: Yeah. And, one other thing I loved about about this movie is Christian Bale is just such a great actor. He is just
1: so good. Holy crap, Christian well, Bale is fantastic. Well, and props to him because this was the film right after the mechanic, Machinist, machinist, uh, I guess, the machinist I I or something. Machinist, yeah. And that one, he was an anorexic, like, super lightweight guy. I think he he was, like, 120 pounds for that movie. Yeah, And then he beefed up for this within, like, a couple of months. Uh Um, Honestly, one of the only actors to ever, like, really take roles this extreme.
0: And then he gained weight again for American Hustle, and then he lost it, and then he gained it again for Vice. Yeah. He is just such a versatile actor and he and i felt like like i said this this movie he played that dual a sense of bruce wayne being that playboy but that's not who he really is it's batman who he who he really is
1: yeah and the nice thing is is how well it makes you realize um obviously we start off um with the whole origin story uh-huh. Uh, and not just origin as in his parents die and there's the funeral, but then we actually go to where Gotham, as we find out presumes that Bruce Wayne is dead because he goes and works with the league of shadows um, yeah. where he trains. And this gives you background as to why he's so good at martial arts and everything like that. Um, and martial- introduces yeah. um, Liam Neeson.
0: <laughs> yeah. But like Liam Neeson training him all about like the martial arts a theatrics stealth. Um, one of my favorite lines about the movie is one Liam Neeson says to Bruce Wayne, and it goes something along the lines of, you must become more than a man in the eyes of your enemies. I just felt like that's such a good, powerful line because I love this a whole thing. I, felt like, I feel like First Avenger might be my favorite origin story for a yeah. superhero movie, but I think this is definitely a solid number two just because it, it just expands on the whole mythology of Batman Mm -hmm. and Bruce Wayne. It's just, it just does such, I'm on a loss of words. I love this movie so much.
1: Well, you have two, two kinds of sides. I mean, obviously uh, Steve Rogers is a very lovable character, whereas Bruce Wayne isn't so much. Right. I mean, when we're reintroduced to Ra's al Ghul, he's Bruce Wayne. Isn't the, you know, social billionaire that we've like been aware that he is. Cause in the movies that we have just watched, he's very like constantly having parties, entertaining guests. Um, He might not Uh, be the focal point of them, but he does go around. But in this one, you know, he finds Roz and he just goes, all of you guys that mooch off of me, uh, you know, just saying like, Hey, y'all kiss my butt all all the time. Um, And I know it. So just leave.
0: Yeah. And it's just like, you suck ups. It's yeah. just so great because also like this is definitely every other Batman movie leading up to this point is really cartoony. Yeah, this is the first Batman movie where it has that dark kind of serious tone to it. and yes. I just believe that gives uh, the Bruce, whoever plays Bruce Wayne, in this case, Christian Bale a lot more to do with the character to give the character a lot more depth mm-hmm. yeah and i think one of my other favorite scenes uh, of this movie is um when he is talking to rachel in the kitchen when he comes home uh for the uh, when he comes home and sees rachel in the kitchen and rachel just basically tries to um uh, is this the scene? I don't know. At one point in the movie, they have a conversation. They have a conversation about Bruce Wayne not actually acting like Bruce Wayne. I thought that oh, was well, uh,
1: the end of the movie when they're doing the rebuild. Because remember, he's, he's they kiss and he's all like, she's like, Sian, I loved Bruce Wayne, but you're not, because she talks about the mask. Yes, yes. That Bruce Wayne trying. is that's- his mask.
0: Yes, that's what I was referring to. It's because, like, he's not Bruce Wayne. He's freaking Batman.
1: Yeah. Uh, so, uh, so good. But on that love note, freaking so Katie Holmes crushes it as Rachel.
0: She does. I don't hate Hall. in the next one,
1: but Katie mm-hmm. Holmes does a great job. She definitely, like, you know, because she's supposed to be Bruce's uh, childhood friend and love interest. She yeah. plays that really well. You can, uh, it's nice because her character, she's established that she cares more about the city. Because they, you know, all of the movie focuses on the the good people because everyone in um, Gotham is corrupt, minus um, obviously Michael Caine, uh, Katie Holmes, Gary Oldman, who does a fantastic job as James Gordon. And I'm sad, I'm kind of sad that he's not the continuing James Gordon. Yeah. um, We'll see how how he is in the Batman. And then. Morgan Freeman is Lucius Fox. Yeah. The, the cast is just
0: stellar. Um, but you forgot. You forgot. Oh, the, yeah. Those are all the good people in Gotham. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, the, this movie definitely. Because I also think another great thing that elevates this movie, it definitely has themes and like points that Christopher Nolan wants to get across. Because I feel like with all the other Batman movies, there wasn't like a message the director wanted to portray to the audience. But I felt like, at least for me, obviously, everyone watches movies in a different way. But at least for me, I felt like Nolan definitely wanted to make a point about um, how there's corrupt people everywhere you go. In every government, on every level, uh, there's always going to be corrupt people, bad people in positions of power. But you always are going to have those people who are fighting to do good. And we can't lose sight of those people who want to do good. I just feel like this was the first movie that actually had a message that the director wanted to portray to the audience.
1: Well, it was cool because like that whole line where um, you're like uh, Liam Neeson is telling me, like you live in a city that we've tried to save and it's not going anywhere. So we're just going to, you know, we're going to accept what it is and make it become this scum, this scum place. And, yeah. and uh, Bruce Wayne is like, no, give me more time. I can, I can fix this. I found good people. And he goes, uh-huh. um, you found you. F- it's like, you know, you found a couple needles in a haystack that doesn't right. change anything. And then uh, right. proceeding to light his house on fire. Uh-huh. But it's like
0: the bad people, there's more good people than the bad people, but the bad people are in positions of power. So it makes them feel like there's more of them. Yeah. Uh, but I loved it, but also that part speaking about speaking to his house on fire when Bruce Wayne is underneath the log and then Alfred... <laughs> what are all those push-ups for? <laughs> if you can't lift the log and then oh Bruce is gosh. like, oh, oh, yeah, and then he just lifts the log. <laughs> oh, So funny. Uh, Michael Caine is great in this. I know I said, uh, uh, was it Mike Go or who's the Alfred in all the, the past four movies? Uh, um, I can't remember his name, but I still think that I like his Alfred, but Michael Caine, Michael go, Michael go. That's what it is. But I feel like the chemistry between Alfred and Bruce in this movie is so funny.
1: Yeah. Well, especially when he's all like, uh, I've lost everything. He goes, or was that during the birthday party when he was like, I, I can't, um, I can't, I can't do what my father did. And he goes, you're, you're not supposed to. Yeah. Like he's really like, he's not, obviously he's still goofy which i think is nice that they bring to it because that's what he was very goofy in the in the former ones yeah and i I like how it's alfred pennyworth this like posh british man who's kind of the comic relief throughout the whole movie yeah he does and he doesn't he's a man of little words but very powerful phrases when they come around
0: exactly he's almost like the 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 yoda to to bruce wayne as like yoda is to luke he's like the he just like speaks words of wisdom because bruce wayne especially when he first comes home like into the manor and he's Mm -hmm. just like i don't want to live here i'm gonna i'm gonna sleep in my bedroom and kane is all like this is your father you have a legacy you have a name to live up
1: to yeah and And it's it's not his father's name it's the name of the wayne legacy as well he's like trying to portray him as he's all like you don't have to be your father you can be your own uh, your own uh, wayne But you you can do just as much good As your father did
0: Right and I love that part at the end At the very end of the movie Where um, that That one CEO Of Wayne Enterprises Like walks into the meeting late Mm -hmm. And then it's like Lucius becomes The new CEO of Wayne Enterprises And he (laughs) goes what? It's like like Bruce Wayne with the most Baller mic drop Uh I'm the new owner I bought most of the shares And it's like yeah, this yeah. I love when it's Bruce being Bruce
1: well it was so good because he's All like how did how did going when Like uh, that coming out and then how we How is like oh how did it go in public oh the Stock shot up it sold like crazy and Then you're like oh, that sucks and then to Come and find out no he but <laughs> Bruce bought All of them himself
0: yeah oh, I love it and then Morgan Freeman delivering the line uh, Kind of clasping back at what he Said to him earlier in the movie you didn't Get the memo yeah <laughs> oh. So yeah uh, I love this movie, but it was we, a
1: stellar cast and such a, cr- like crazy that like they could get these people, especially the, the, the last Batman movie, movie, leaving such a bad taste in people's mouths. Yeah. Um, I mean, coming in, getting this was uh-huh. insane. And I think it's
0: about like my first, uh, my first uh, exposure to Batman was actually like, was this, was this trilogy. Yeah. And I feel like your appreciation for this trilogy depends on when you were introduced to Batman. Like if you're introduced to Batman when it was campy and kind of cartoony, uh, like my mom was introduced to Batman in that era. She's not a big fan of these Nolan movies because she feels like they're too dark for Batman. But mm-hmm. for me, I feel like Batman is best when he has this dark, brooding tone to it.
1: Well, especially when you and I both grew up on the Arkham series games as well. Oh, that's very true. Good point. Yeah. Even Lego Batman's actually really dark for how goofy of a game that is.
0: It's true. Mm-hmm. It's true. Yeah, just growing up on these dark tones. But we have we didn't even mention uh, one of my favorite actor in this movie. Um, is it Killian Murphy, Cillian Murphy? However you decide. Oh, to as a,
1: a scarecrow. Yeah. Yeah um he is interesting because he hasn't been in a whole lot he was his breakthrough was 28 days later but I I know he's in Peaky Blinders which a lot of people like
0: yeah I mean he also um did um Quiet Place 2 recently
1: which I thought he was phenomenal in is he the guy that helps them travel across the entire place yeah oh I didn't know that was him holy cow yeah that's him
0: wow he was my favorite um, part of that movie. Like my favorite part of A Quiet Place 2 is when they go when they get to the island. Yeah. And then like he walks around and he sees the boat just mm-hmm. like knocking up against the shore. And then he was like, oh shoot, they're here now. Yeah. And but like he does great, um he does great work in Inception as well. Um I love him in oh, what's the other one called? Uh, oh yeah he was he had a little part in dunkirk he was really good mm. Um, he had a part in transcendence one of the worst movies i've ever seen but i felt like he was pretty good in that movie but i felt like he he was also um yeah like i said an in inception but i i just love his uh i just love his simpleness he brings to the character however i don't like how the last Thing we saw of Scarecrow was Rachel tasing him in the face. Yeah, like after that, he's gone for the rest of. The, I like, isn't he gone for the rest of the movie after that? Or
1: do we? Uh, see him? Well, I know he rides up on the horse, and I can't remember. Yeah, he if he rides. Before. Yeah, and that's that's yeah, that he runs into them, and then, yeah, that's I think that what, is the last. Yeah, that's when Rachel's
0: protecting a Prince Joffrey
1: from Game of Thrones. Yeah. Oh, we do. Uh, um, it is. I think we see him being carted away, but that's all. Do we? I, th- I yeah, feel like anyways, he's taking on an ambulance and he's saying Scarecrow once again, type deal.
0: Oh, maybe. I do want to, f- I do feel like we-, we see him again at the end. But, anyways, not the biggest thing is how he came out, but I loved his portrayal of this character because Scarecrow is also one of my favorite uh, parts of the Arkham games or the mm-hmm. first one. I think that's a pretty common consensus about his parts in those games are the best. Yes. Uh, but I love him in this. But like I said, everyone in this movie, like it was casted like so well, according to people who were big at that time. It was, I love so good.
1: Well, we're this still, movie is... we get some of the last, uh, not the last, but like really good pieces of Morgan Freeman. Uh, yeah. He's still a side character and that's kind of what he's fallen into is either. He's a side character or a main character in goofy movies. Um, because you know, they love putting him with all the other old old actors, right? But, um, yeah, like his Lucius is super good in this,
0: yeah. Like, what was his, um, like, yeah, he really has only been like in um, comedies. What was his last like action movies, like Angel is Fallen? He praised the president in that, right? He he played a kind of a weird character in that nutcracker in the five realms movie he was in the new um what's that um oh shoot what's that um that movie that's a remake of like the chariot races that was like from the 1960s and it's kind of like a religious movie um he was in the remake of that movie what's that movie called though what's Mm -hmm. that movie do you know like recently yeah, recently recently he went, was in a remake of like a movie in the 1960s that won a bunch of Oscars and there's like a chariot race. It's kind of like a religious type movie.
1: Oh, well, I remember uh, he's in Coming to America.
0: <laughs> Ben-Hur, that's what it is, Ben-Hur.
1: They remade uh, Ben-Hur? Ben-Hur?
0: Yeah, in 2016 they remade Ben-Hur.
1: Oh, I had no idea. Oh yeah, there it is.
0: Yeah, but then he was also in Now You See Me 2, which I really liked him in. But I think my favorite role of Morgan Freeman is um is um oh shoot the rugby the mandela movie uh are you sure you're not thinking of dolphin tail (laughs) dolphin tail invictus that's what it is yeah invictus yeah yeah morgan freeman was a was a big star at this point michael cain was uh they are yeah i just love i just such great actors in this movie they got top-notch talent for this movie
1: well and they give him good roles which is nice too
0: yeah like all of them had very specific uh great they weren't wasted at all no well like, this is kind of like
1: how uh, Gary Oldman got his resurgence
0: that's true yeah i think after this he did um maybe not right after this but he did a Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy
1: yeah um he he did that and, at, and uh, then he, he did... was
0: in uh, Harry Potter, I think that was before this, wasn't it? Wasn't Azkaban before this?
1: Yeah, no. The I think it was after this one, but before... No, no, it was because 2004 was Harry Potter. That's when he
0: first played uh, Black in that.
1: Yeah, and then he did... Then it was uh, Begins and then he did the next two. Um, and then I think he did... Oh, he was in Christmas Carol, the animated oh, which, one with Jim Carrey. Oh, he was, yeah, uh,
0: interesting. And then, uh, he also, yeah, Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy was great. Lawless, haven't seen Lawless, but I know a lot. Oh, yeah, then he was in that, <laughs> that a bad a Robocop remake. Oh, yeah, <laughs> he was in that. <sighs>
1: Oh, um, he also did. Uh, he had a small part in uh, Book of Eli. That's true. Yeah. Which but, was yeah. but yeah, no, so obviously as not Mark... as big, but he did. Yeah. than he was doing
0: right. So as far as. Um, uh, Batman begins in relationship to uh, where other movies, uh, where the other Batman movies rank on your list. Where does Batman Begins a place for you? This is definitely number 1. Oh,
1: for sure for me too. There's yeah. not even a question. It beats out the um Batman 66. I did actually I, I actually rewatched um Batman Forever. Uh I would actually uh, Batman 66 and Batman Forever now. Um so I you rewatched Batman Forever after we talked about it? or Yeah, well, because you said you liked it so much. And I was like, let me yeah. let, let me just give it another watch. And I just gave it my full attention. And for what it is, it's actually really good. And Val Kilmer is actually really, really good in that movie as well.
0: Yeah, yeah, but I, I put Batman Begins as my number one, uh, followed by Forever. But this hmm. movie is just on a whole nother level. Uh, just because it is that darker tone of Batman that we haven't seen before, which I feel like is becoming the new norm for the character
1: hmm well and even in terms of like this being number one like if it was supposed to it, like this isn't even close like there's no question asked that this would be number one the number two spot is is like the number 50 spot if there are 50 movies yeah for reals it's
0: mm-hmm. just so something completely different Christian bell does great which we'll be talking about in the next episode uh a little bit stay tuned to see what that is yeah, but he last... talks about a
1: little another actor.
0: <laughs> yes. Um, any last thoughts on uh, Batman Begins?
1: Huh? The only thought I have is if you have not watched that movie for a while, go back and give it a watch. It's, I'd say it's even better the second, third time you watch it. I actually, I, I watched it the first time just for this. I watched it a second time right after just because I was like, I love that movie so much.
0: Yeah. And this movie, I feel like it does the gadgets in the right way. Cause I feel mm-hmm. like the gadgets done in like Batman Forever and Batman Returns were still done in a goofy way. Gadgets were done right in this way. But the like, combat's a lot better. Right. And like when they use the gadgets, they, the attention wasn't drawn towards the gadgets. Like when you called the bats with that chip in his foot. Yeah. Like it, what, attention wasn't drawn towards that. It was done in a very kind of sly, sleek under the table type of type of way,
1: but well, he does life- that, and then you just hear like the slight noise. But apparently, yeah, everyone in the movie can hear it way better than you can. Then all the right. It it's kind of like a wait, what is going on?
0: Right, and then the that whole Arkham scene was awesome. Mm-hmm. That whole Arkham scene was awesome. Uh, it's such a great movie. I this this has even though I hadn't seen any of these Dark Knight movies in a while, mm-hmm. this has this had always been my first uh, my favorite one. Yeah, Um, We'll see if that changes once we watch uh, Dark Knight and Dark Knight
1: Rises I'm excited to watch Rises again Because that's the only one that I Like I watched Dark Knight quite a bit Yeah I don't think I've watched Rise uh, Since it's probably original release on DVD
0: I think last time I saw Rise was when I Binge watched all of these for Batman v Superman Mm -hmm. Uh, And that was 2015 I think Yeah But, anyways, I remember not liking Dark Knight Rises. (sighs) But, anyways, that was this episode talking about a little bit of the February movies and then uh, Dark Knight, or sorry, then Batman Begins. Uh, But next episode was the episode, second episode you're supposed to get last week. If you remember, two weeks ago, we gave each other kind of like homework assignments homework assignments for the week where we gave each other movies. Um, I gave George an empire of the sun to watch. And then after we talked about possible movies, George actually texted me and was like, Hey, I forgot to say, if you haven't seen double and double indemnity, you can watch that too. And so I watched double indemnity. So we're going to be talking about those next week. But other than that, that is this episode. It's always fun talking movies
1: uh, nonstop it's no. always a blast and there's always a lot to say about him
0: there's always a lot and every single time we record i always think of things i said
1: oh dang i wish i would have said that during the episode no uh, I, I walk away from the mic and just think of all the things that like ah, oh, shoot i forgot to point out that oh crap i forgot that part yeah yeah
0: uh, but anyways that is this episode thanks everyone for joining us Hopefully next week we will uh, get a name all sorted out and everything. We promise uh, hope- we're
1: not just stringing you along.
0: <laughs> yes, we want to make sure. Uh, I think it's safe to say we have the name. Mm-hmm. Uh, we just want to make sure everything's put into place uh, before we announce it, just so we can, uh, I guess, brand ourselves right. Yeah, we got to make guess sure. Is the best way to put it
1: like yeah because obviously we'll have like an instagram for this we just want to make sure we can have a name um even yeah like either the name we'd like to have or something similar but you know that's always hit and miss we'll just have to keep checking on what we can get yeah we'll just
0: have to see uh but anyway anyways um movies are happening again guys so once you're done listening to us uh thank you for listening Go ahead and watch a movie because movies are awesome. They are awesome. And until next time, have a great day, everybody. See ya. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.